Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at the Freehouse. Get that pickup and delivery Tuesday through Sunday. Get the menu and more at thefreehousempls.com. Thanks, Freehouse. Hey, Lex and Dawn, after the show today, let's get some free house takeout. My treat. Ooh, can we go? Because I'm starving. Jace, I'm thinking about, what is that sandwich that you always talk about and love? Oh, the Roto Bird Baguette. I'm not kidding. I love that sandwich more than anything. It is comfort food at its best. It is Roto Chicken. I love that. Basil mayo, Swiss cheese, arugula on a baguette, and you get some fries. Now, I would get the truffle fries, but as you say, Lex, you do you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get that. Yum. Jason, I need some comfort food, too. What do you have for me? Okay, let's see here, Dawn. I would do for you, perhaps, the Nashville Fried Chicken Sandwich. Yeehaw! Um, thank you for that. I love that, Dawn. A little mini pearl up on horror. <laughs> uh, maybe a Parmesan-crusted grilled cheese. Are we getting warm, Dawn? Oh, yeah. I love it. Okay, and Lex, I'm going to get you one more thing, because I yeah, really... Yeah, another entree. Another... <laughs> you need another entree? I'm hungry. How about I hook you up with some steak and pierogies? Yum. Let's do it. (laughs) You are so hungry. You are so hungry. You just gave me yum. Yeah, the beautiful morsels at the Freehouse. And don't forget, guys, the Freehouse makes it so easy. They are open for curbside pickup and delivery Tuesday through Sunday. Go to FreehouseMPLS.com for the menu and more information. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 7 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming all over the place. It's messy on our My Talk app. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Thank you for being here. It's Tuesday, December 8th, 2020. December just barreling through, girl. Barreling through. Yeah. Still Ooh, not Christmas, though, Lex. Still not Christmas, though, Lex. Oh, man. It's not tomorrow? What? No, it's not tomorrow. Lex thought it was. <laughs> it's just the pressure, like the feeling of. Kenny, Kenny, you and Dawn, yes. Kenny and Dawn, remember last week when Alexis thought it was Christmas Eve? Remember how much fun that was? <laughs> yeah. Lex, is it Christmas Eve? Just getting it done. It's just the feeling of just. Uh, oh, man. Getting remember it all last out. Remember last week when Alexis wrote on our sheet she had no concept of time or what is time or what mm-hmm. what did what she write it? Dawn? what in was the it future? What is, in the future oh, what yeah, is I thought time it was Thursday. yeah what concept in the future what is time but it was that's Wednesday. right oh that's right that's what she wrote in the future colon uh-huh. what is time yeah <laughs> still feel that way uh, yeah. I'm a, I have a better handle on it but still feeling that way <laughs> yeah I don't know what is this. And, and I loved that the three of us, meaning myself, <laughs> Kenny, and Don, we all thought Alexis had some epiphany on time travel or the the perception of time. We thought she had some big, like, uh, senior paper on some thesis on on. Yeah, I thought she con- read something like in Science <laughs> Magazine about we're in the future, yeah. like yeah. we're going to be able to, like, they've discovered something in science or yeah. you know with black holes, no. we're going to be able to bend time. No, nope. yeah. she just nope. doesn't know. Deep. 
She thinks it's Thursday, but it's Wednesday. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we live in the future. And the three of us were stunned silence when, when I am like, hey, Lex, what did you mean by that? She's um, I just thought it was Thursday. And we're like, oh, okay. Okay, well. That never fails to disappoint. Never fails. We're like, oh, okay. Well, we thought it was yeah. a thesis, but instead you just thought it was Thursday. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, it's not fine, that Lex. deep. No, that it's day. fine. It's fine. Well, most Lex. days I should say. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine, Lex. We we we, we get it. Um, Don, I saw that you had this on the sheet, Lex. I think we're going to deliver. Don will deliver good news to you. Mm-hmm. I have a little soundbite here because mm. I know in the eighties, Lex, when you were a kid, you liked to break dance in Okinawa. You were the break oh. dancing champion in Okinawa. Yeah. Can you saw this too? Dawn, is it's going to be in the Olympics? I yes, saw this. Yes, 2024. This is going to be so fun to watch. Now, there are already international competitions for breakdancing. Yeah. This has been a thing. It's been judged before. So it's about time that they made it an Olympic sport. Um, and But the, the problem is with it, and I was reading this article from uh, some of the pioneers of breakdancing who are heavily involved still in the sport, that a lot of times the way that it's judged doesn't have anything to do with moves. It has to do with um, people's uniqueness and their transitions. Yeah. If that makes That's sense, be tough it's to judge. something that is like, wow, they've got this unique thing that they're doing in between their moves where they are. It just has an essence to it that they don't think can be judged. Now, they're not complaining that it's going to be an Olympic sport, but they know from experience and watching other sports that you have to put a value on technical difficulty. Yeah. yeah it's so, hard to quantify that. You're right. It's that it. It's that, that grit that you got. Right. So, you know, that is the one thing about it that's going to be grit. difficult to judge. Grit, Kenny. Um, yeah. And a lot of these um, artists, because they are, I mean, uh, some of them, there's a girl who goes by, lo- um, let's see, Logics. Logics. And she's 17 years old, and she used to be a gymnast, and so now she's a (laughs) B-girl in San Diego. And she says it's basically making sure that we preserve the essence of the culture. It's been uh, quite some controversy inside the scene that it's going into an Olympic sport. We want to preserve the essence and the culture, and that it doesn't get lost in the competitive grind as we continue to progress and make steps into the Olympics. Oh. So, yeah, it's going to be difficult to judge, and they're hoping that it just keeps that essence. Some of the Um, other... Go ahead. Well, on the surface, I think this is a great idea because I was working in downtown Minneapolis in the early 80s when when breakdancing started, and the kids would carry around cardboard, and we'd have them breakdance right in our store. It was really cool. Yeah. So I I feel like I'm on the cutting edge, and I I know a little thing, something about it, but last hour i'm watching five eyewitness news and they run this story up obviously i can't hear it but they showed a guy breakdancing and he looked like me 
with my moves right now with my bad back, my rotten knees, my arthritic hand, and I could just hear the groaning through the moan. Oh, and they're showing it now. Okay, now, okay, some of them are good, but some of them are like, uh, oh, that's sad. You need to go back home, um, Mr. Cracker. Yeah, that is not good. I'm going to tweet out a video. Um, A lot of these competitions are, are run by Red Bull. They're the main sponsor and they're actually sponsoring dancers so i'll tweet out right now some of the newest just the people on the scene that are the hottest break dancers right now and you will once you watch this you'll be like wow that is that is a sport for sure well Well, because we have ice dancing yeah Yeah. you're skating they've also added skateboarding um and jason what I saw that special on dog dancing, the competitive dog dancing on Netflix. It's not quite Olympic level. Like this dog does when it has to go. When the dog has to go pee, it stands by the door and dances. That's that's it. It's a sport, Alexis. (laughs) It is absolutely, and I'm I'm grateful for those competitions and that there there's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, Olympics. Mm -hmm. That's another level. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? They've they've managed to take ice dancing and yeah. quantify that and the moves you know there's right. also that that it factor you know in between the moves that the judges still oh man this yeah. is a tough one well, we'll see. i love board. i love that red bull is involved though because Me red too. bull has basically created sports out of hobbies yep. and they've infused it with money and they've put it on tv and i just if it if it's got red bull's name attached to it I'm sitting there watching it with the sound up. I don't care yep. what it is because yeah. oh, yeah. it just fascinates me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Coming up on 714, uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Mariah Carey has another f- shade-throwing moment beautifully on Graham Norton. I'll play that for you. Plus, uh, did you work at Abercrombie in the 2000s? <laughs> I'm going to read you some of the employee restrictions uh, from working at Abercrombie, and you're oh, not going to believe it, or maybe you will when we come back. It's time for a Mariah Cray Cray moment. It's been a long time, baby, and it has been a rough road. This has been a Mariah Cray Cray moment. It's my girl. We love you, Mariah. Let's do one more. Let's do one more. It's time for a Mariah Cray Cray moment. I need a moment. I need a fragrant moment. This has been a Mariah Cray Cray moment. Hi, Mariah. Uh, Mariah, <laughs> Mariah Carey's <laughs> Christmas special. Oh, God. I was watching. I had it on in the background. I was working on something for the uh, restaurant. And uh, I had it on in the background. And I just kept looking up every so often. And looking at her key light just <laughs> brought me just brought me so much joy, Lex. Just every oh. time I saw her lighting, I just thought, oh, Poor Billy Eichner. He gets a <laughs> Billy Eichner gets gets, a, gets an iPhone flashlight for lighting, and and Mariah gets a key light, a bounce light, a softbox. She gets backlighting. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah, she beautifully lit. I was oh. thinking about this though. Can you imagine when she called him and asked him to be in the special? I mean, how fast did he have to say yes? Oh, well, and she is so great. I mean, look. Uh, Mariah Carey was, I saw somebody forward this or post it. 
that it warmed their heart. Mariah was giving an interview. Um, you know, she's on a publicity tour for the special on Apple TV. That's what we're talking about. And uh, she was glowing. I mean, gushing over Billy Eichner. Um, just, bl- I mean, going on and on and on. I think they have an actual relationship. I, oh, I, yeah. I think it started out as Eichner, Billy, uh, infatuated with her. She agreed <laughs> to do Billy on the street, and I think when she did Billy on the street, she actually fell in love with Billy himself. And now yeah. they have, uh, they have an actual friendship, not a celebrity. I think they have an actual relationship. I think so too. Same with Tiffany Haddish too. You yes, can tell there's something real there too. So, okay, so she's on this publicity tour, guys. And you know we love the subtle shade that Mariah tends to throw out because she gives zero blanks. For instance, our famous clip when she (laughs) debuted on HSN and they were selling her crap Mm -hmm. and Mariah (laughs) didn't know how much they were charging or how less they were, how how few they were charging. And Mariah got real shady on live TV. I don't even know what you guys are charging. Um, It's like $39.90. What? (laughs) (laughs) never ceases to not be funny to me okay so you're gonna roll so well well listen to this so okay so the way it works is and and we know this um when a star comes on a show everybody their people or let's say they're promoting um a show or in mariah's case a, a movie or special the publicity people uh, deal with the show, and they send the producers a preview clip. They they send them an approved clip. And, you know, you see it on the late-night talk shows when Stephen Colbert or Letterman or whatever is like, hey, let's still get a clip of Liam Neeson's new movie, and they mm-hmm. roll a clip, mm-hmm. and then the guest comes out. Well, so Graham Norton has Mariah Carey on live via Zoom. And before they go to Mariah, they run... Um, a clip which is based all Apple TV released because believe me, I know this because I ran it yesterday. Apple TV put together this trailer and that's basically the only approved clip that Apple provided. So you're going to hear Mariah get introduced right after they rolled that clip. (laughs) And you're going to hear Mariah is not happy with that clip and she's made it very known. Let's listen. Oh my God. That's not my favorite. my favorite um, teaser. I'm just going to tell you. That first part in the gold dress, that's not from the actual special. But you know, I tried to tell everybody to use a different clip, but nobody wants to listen. I'm just like, I want them to see the most fabulous moment. So just know, anybody, don't judge that one because there's a way better TV spot than hopefully we're going to see. Wow. Wow. Nice. Nice. She's just throwing everybody under the bus. They haven't even, keep in mind, guys. They- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. We haven't even said hello to her. I want to make that clear. Wow. Graham hasn't even right Yeah. Graham hasn't even officially welcomed her to the show. <laughs> I just want everybody to know that's not an approved clip. I would have picked a different clip.
No one listens uh, to me. No one listens to me. That dress, it's not even in the special. Oh, I would have picked a different clip. God, I love her. I oh, just... Oh, man, don't you just wish sometimes you could just... <sighs> Just tune into that uh, diva Mariah well, once in a while and go. You know what? I, no, I don't like that picture. And why? Well, and you, it, why are you listening to me? Oh, and it, yes. And it, and it proves Lex that there is something magical about her because I'm a hypocrite. If any other star behaved that way, I would be like, yeah. ugh, oh god, they're a d bag <laughs> or they're a biatch or they're pretentious. But with Mariah, I just cheer you her on. There is just, <laughs> I'm true. inoculated from her divaness. I just don't. I actually anybody <laughs> yeah. else, I would be like, ugh, stop treating the press. You know, how dare you treat? You know, call out the yeah, press you know, people. There's very few people in that category. Dolly Parton, if she says yes. something like that, we'll think it's adorable. Celine Dion, maybe. But other, like Ariana Grande, Jennifer Hudson. I'm just thinking of the, schedule, the, yeah. the special, too. They said something like that, we'd go, oh, come on. Oh, it's just, I, I did <laughs> think so about true. that. Um, I did not approve that clip. Uh, <laughs> if it was up to me, I would have picked a different clip. I'm not even wearing that dress in the special. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she has a point, though. <laughs> She does. She really does. Well, believe me, as a yeah. person who ran that clip on a TV show to promote her special, it's a it's a bad clip. It's not the best of that special. When it ran yesterday, I had to fill in the blanks. Uh, I had to tell all the really good parts. But oh, Mariah, just adore you. Seven uh, seven twenty six. Uh, when we come back, I'll do that Buzzfeed list uh, from Abercrombie. Stay with <laughs> us, everyone. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Well, where to for lunch? I know where I want to go for lunch. I don't want to spend a lot of money. Not fast food. Fast food, definitely not fast food. But I don't want to spend a lot of time. So where to? Sizzler. Yeah. So where to for lunch tomorrow? How about Paris? Paris? For lunch? I don't want to spend a lot of money. <laughs> the steak, seafood, salad. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Hey, Lex, where do you want to go to lunch today? Sizzler. Sizzler. My best friends back home loved the Sizzler four and a half minute oh, promotional I... reel. They couldn't stop talking about it. I mean, this is right up their alley. They're musical theater nerds and just love cheesy oh. stuff like that. My best friend Brooke was a cruise ship director, so he loves anything 80 cheesy. Oh, you know, and you can't yes. get, you cannot get much cheesier than that four-and-a-half-minute Sizzler oh, yeah. promotional commercial from 1991. I mean, the song, The Boat Captain. I mean, The Boat Captain is, I think, my favorite. <laughs> he never like, oh, again. The budget. The, the like li- seriously, Lex. Yes. Yeah. Like, it was a whole bunch of random, quaffed white people. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, random sea captain was like, why is he going to Sizzler? With a little girl just walking <laughs> yes. along the pier. I'm like, what does this have to do with Sizzler again? And where did the sea captain get the girl? Like, where did she... How did those two come oh, to be? You could just analyze this all day long. But all details. we got to move on to this Abercrombie list, okay, this which I'm list. super excited about. 
So <laughs> this, are you lying, Don? No, you're, I really no, am. Being, okay. No, so, I gotta know. Just like so, what you're directing. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. No, I love it. So, uh, Abercrombie and Fitch. If you, it was the thing in the 2000s. If you were a good-looking teenager, um, you shopped there. Now oh, yeah. they didn't. You could not be normal looking you couldn't be uh gosh forbid uh anything but super attractive well former abercrombie and fitch employees because now the company is basically done uh sharing secrets from working there and this is from folks who worked there uh from 2000 to 2010 and so BuzzFeed put this rec- uh, call out. Now, they did say that, obviously, this is an investigative journalism. They couldn't they couldn't verify all of the claims. Um, but they did say that a lot of this stuff they heard from more than one person. So just take it for that. Yeah. One of the one of the things uh, that they taught one employee said that one of the secrets was that there was a um, they worked as a model and what they called their sales associates folding clothes at the front of the store. And it was their job to greet people who walked in. And the only greeting they were allowed to say was, hey, how's it going? <laughs> what? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> hey, how's it going? Oh, hey. How's it going? Because the manager said it seemed cool and laid back. And this guy said he got yelled at. He said he got yelled at by a manager one time when he accidentally went off script and said, hey, welcome to Abercrombie. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Wow. Another employee said there was a poster in the back with pictures of what was acceptable to wear. And one time... This was a guy wore the wrong flip flops and was told to go home or work the register so no one would see his wrong flip flops. Oh my God. You should have known what was approved. Okay, that's probably one of my favorites. I mean, gosh forbid you wear the wrong flip flops and you have to hide your feet in shame behind the register. That one is only outdone by the next one. Uh, A woman on Twitter, and she has a picture of this to verify, quote, there was someone assigned during every shift to spritz each individual piece of clothing with the latest cologne once every 30 minutes. What? Wow. How much perfume did they go through? Wow. And she she posted it was always a, real potent oh, in there. You just yeah. you walk you wafts as you walk by Every even, piece. let alone walking in. Yeah. Uh, another, this is a guy, said, during orientation, we were told not to interact with customers, that our jobs were to, quote, fold shirts and look good in the clothes. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, just, you just fold the shirt and look pretty, basically. Yeah, yeah you stand there and look pretty. Yeah, stand don't there. Say they we're did a good to, job of that, though, a lot of They them. did. <laughs> not a lot we're, of help. 
We're talking about a BuzzFeed list of Abercrombie store secrets from the 2000s, early 2000s. Next, this comes from a gal. Quote, people would hook up with each other while working. Stock rooms on the floor, hidden from the cameras, etc. She oh, writes, it was a wow. cesspool for people who were told they were good looking to mingle with each other <laughs> while making minimum oh. wage. It's the hot people. Stock room wow. love. Oh. It was a, that's the best sentence of the month. <laughs> it was a cesspool for people who were told oh. they were good looking to mingle with each other while making minimum wage. Who <laughs> were told they were good looking. Oh. Okay, now this well, is always act- so moody in there. The mood lighting was perfect, right? Yeah. Look at the smells going on. This is uh, from a dude. Um, this is now. This is a secret that I cracked up. So listen to this: Men had to wear their jeans one waist size bigger so you could see their underwear line and the logo. Our shirts also had to be one size smaller so it was tight in the chest and arms, and you could see our muscles. Oh, and we had to wear belts extra long to hang in front like a penis. <laughs> I was wondering if they were going to say something about that. (laughs) So remember that. Do you, Lex? Yes. Oh, my God. Hey, your barn door's open, buddy. (laughs) It was long. Oh, Oh God! Oh I God. And the the minute they said that, the minute I read that one, my my apologies. I thought Lex, I said the same thing, same thing you did. They're absolutely right. That's really how they wore those belts. They were down to their knees. Yeah. And I never Swinging understood around. why. Yeah, I never understood why. Oh yeah. my god! But yeah. you have to you admit, say though, dangling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, seeing seeing uh, the underwear out of the pants—that's kind of hot, isn't it? Yeah, well, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a pain. No. It drives oh, me crazy. Okay, maybe maybe in practice. Wear suspenders. But, but I don't know. I always think about you know Marky Mark. Yeah. A woman wrote, quote, I'm naturally blonde and showed up to work at Abercrombie with the natural makeup they required. However, I had black mascara on. I was then told by the manager, quote, you have blonde hair, so you would never have naturally black eyelashes. Go to the bathroom and pick your mascara off. Needless to say, I didn't stay at the job very long after that. Oh, Lord. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Most mascara is black, by the way. This is from a dude. The guys had to be clean shaven. And if you came in with any facial hair, there was a rust. There was a rusty old razor in the restroom. You could shave with otherwise. Otherwise, you wouldn't be allowed to work. Oh, God. A rusty oh. old razor. Yeah. Um, no one was supposed to use the words attractive or good looking to describe the ideal Abercrombie look. Instead, managers would say, quote, we want our employees to have a nice natural look. Oh, naturally, yeah. Uh, yeah. Naturally, naturally hot. Yeah. Something. We were only allowed, this is from a woman, we were only allowed to wear white, gray, and navy. And at Christmas time, it was a luxury to wear red plaid. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. You know, when it comes to uniforms and stuff, I, I, I'm I, okay with all of that. Yeah. Especially if yeah, they tell too. them in yes. front. You know, yes. you can't wear these flip-flops. You have to wear this, you know... Granted, in practice, if they're your only option, you're going to have them work, you know, but that makes sense. This is gross. Now, this is the one where it's like, that's disgusting. Managers had to give the people they scouted 
a password to be able to access the online application so that only people who were personally invited no. could apply for a job. Ooh, that could oh, get wow. them in trouble. Well, it did get them in trouble. Ooh. It led to several lawsuits. Oh, boy. Now, this is, we'll end with this one. And if anyone knows the backstory to this, if you worked at Amber Crombie, will you please email us? This is from a woman named Karis. <clears throat> Quote, for legal reasons, you couldn't wear black. Very dark blue that appears black, but no black. Okay. I don't understand that. If anybody hmm. worked at Abercrombie and can explain that, please call us. Or not call us, but email us or tweet us. But yeah, fascinating. I'm going to ask so. my friend Ross, who used to work there, that I dated for a short period of time when I was having a wild moment. <laughs> when I was 35 and my daughter... Turned 18. <laughs> you had, I had a moment. A, I had a fragrant wild, moment. I had a fragrant moment. I used to hang out with this guy who was, mm, I think, 21. And um, mm. I remember we were in the mall and um, we were oh, walking man. by Abercrombie. And I'm like, oh, no. she wanted to go oh, in there. I go, oh, oh, I don't. I, we can't oh. go in there right now. <laughs> and she's like, why? And I'm like, oh, because I hooked up my with that lover. guy standing right there. <laughs> She's like, oh, oh my God, Mom. Mom. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, not not any serious type of hookup, but, no, you but, know. Yeah. Just a little making hey out, you know. Yeah. You, yeah. you raised you raised a daughter. You were celebrating. That's yes. right. I was like, I'm going to let loose and have some fun. She's exactly. graduated high school. Yeah. It's Bring on summertime. The, the camp- campus is hopping. Look at that know? guy with his belt. Bring him over here. That's right. <laughs> Look at that belt. Dangling. Look at that belt, Lex. Look at that belt. Tangles. Uh, oh, check out prizes in the My Talk Listener Rewards for the month of December. Win gift cards to Cub Foods, Amazon, Starbucks, and more. Sign up at MyTalk1071.com. We're going to talk to Liz when we come back. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. The Sizzler's got dim bones. All you can eat. Them bones, them bones, them beef bones. Big, beefy ribs, heavy with meat. Cut from the prime rib and basted with a tangy barbecue sauce. Them prime rib bones. So hurry to the Sizzler for all the big, beefy ribs you can eat. Them bones. Because you don't have long to bone up for dinner. Them bones, them bones. Them bones. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. We love the Sizzler. Big, bones. big, beefy bones, Lex. <laughs> big, meaty bones. That's right. Speaking of hot bones, um, yeah. Jordan, our buddy, and Andrew, they worked at Abercrombie in 2005. Yeah. And he says that they weren't cute enough, so they put them in the back. <laughs> oh. <And> they did. <laughs> I mean... How can Jordan not be no, considered hot and attractive? He's hot, but yes. He's so hot. And it, he said that they called them brand reps. And the people <gasps> in the front were called models. <laughs> oh, no God. way. And those flip-flops, they were required to wear them in the back, too, even though they were on ladders. Oh, God. So unsafe. Really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And then on top of that, they got paid minimum wage, but then had to wear the hottest style. So they were broke, yes. but they were wearing Abercrombie clothes. <laughs> Wow. 
Well, Phil Jones sent me from Business Insider. Abercrombie Fitch bans the color black from its band. From its brand, the retailer confirmed to Business Insider that it doesn't sell black clothing. Management also discourages corporate employees from wearing the popular color at work. Mm. Uh, I guess the CEO hates the color black, so we're not supposed to wear it to work. And it even applies to coats in the winter. Ooh. Wow. And it's all because of this guy, Michael Jeffries, allegedly, because he doesn't like black clothing. Wow. Huh. Okay. Maybe it's too formal. <laughs> gee, gee I, gee, I wonder why the company uh, huh. went belly up. I oh. don't know. I have no idea Few why. Few things. Mm. Let's talk to Liz, our good friend Liz yeah. from uh, Little Brothers, Friends of the Elderly. Good morning, Liz. Oh, good morning, everybody. Good morning. <laughs> hey, I have a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. How did you come up with mediocre uh, talk show? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, from the the little open there with Rocco. Um, well, Liz, uh, truth be told, uh, we didn't come up with that. Our uh-huh. co our workers like to make fun of us, Liz. They like to make fun of us. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, Every time you say that, I crack up. <laughs> <laughs> the first time we played it, too, we were like, rude. What? <laughs> but no. <laughs> but no, oh. it's rather now it's rather funny. So, uh-huh. hey, I wanted I wanted to ask you, Liz, as 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 you look back, uh, you know, it's the holiday season. I was talking to some friends yesterday. We're 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 doing a special on the TV show about Christmas memories and holiday memories. When you think uh-huh. about the do you, when you think about the holidays, Liz, what, what sticks in your mind? Is it baking? Is it cooking? Is it family gatherings? What are, what are some holiday memories that that float up that 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 rise to the surface for you? Uh-huh. Oh, my favorite memory is when I was uh, 10 years old, and we lived in Cloquet, Minnesota. Yeah. And we had a beautiful house that was right on Pinehurst Park with these beautiful trees. And and Christmas night, there was a snowstorm and an ice storm, and we have great big bay windows. And I looked out and saw all this crystal on the trees, and it looked Mm. like a... A fantasy piece because there were lights around there and it sparkled. Mm. And just when I was getting really fascinated by this, there was a knock on the door and my mother opened the door and there was my aunt and uncle come to visit us. And my uncle had just gotten out of the service and he still had his uniform on. And when he came in, they had this great big, huge box for my brother and I, each one of us got one, and they had everything a kid could desire. I mean, coloring books, colors, oh. everything a kid would desire. And, you know, a lot of stuff that we couldn't get during the Second World War. You know, so in 1945, when he arrived home, we had a child's fantasy Christmas. <laughs> oh, that's so oh. sweet. Mm-hmm. And, and I've never forgotten that. That is my absolute favorite memory. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I, I, I've said this before on the show, isn't it, it, it's fascinating to me how, you know, other, certain memories kind of wash away with time, you know, uh-huh. B- but certain ones like that, you never forget, you never, you never ever do. forget, no, that's like, <laughs> ma- I mean, that that literally is the personification of the magic of the season for kids, you know what I mean? Oh, well, it is, it is, yeah, and every time uh, I want to feel loved and cared about, I think of that memory. 
<clears throat> oh, I, I love that. I uh-huh. just love that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, well, I, cause what, my, I, I have a similar one where I, I, I've told it before on the show where I've, I opened up my bedroom door one year and Santa left the presents right at my door of my bedroom. And Uh-oh. I thought that was the funniest thing. And I'll never forget it. It was just a magical, magical. Oh, morning. yeah. All right, you got special privilege. You didn't even have to go out and look for him. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, Santa. Hey, you're a one on Santa's book, Jason. <laughs> I was no. You were nice so, that year. I was nice. Yeah. Sometimes he was naughty. Well, Sometimes, he wasn't. Yeah. yeah, Liz. Some years they were in the back. Uh, they were in the backyard. So. I believe that. There were yeah. a few I don't want to remember either. <laughs> Oh, well, boy. Oh, that's well, magical. So, well, that is great because that, th- th- those are the things that matter. You know what I mean? Those kind yeah. of moments are just. Yeah, that's, it's not necessarily what was in the box. It was no. that, you know, your uncle came oh, and then no. all the other And the thing that there. was so important to me that, you know, the Second World War was over. We had all gone through the Second World War and the troops were coming home. And we'd been so worried about my uncle. Mm. And there he was at the door, my favorite uncle. <laughs> And uh, my favorite aunt, and there they were, and I was so excited, I could hardly stand it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Greatest greatest generation for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. And he sure solidified that with a big ass present. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There we go. Like I said, uh, a, a kid's pipe dream. That's right. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, yeah. a, great, a great way to put a bow on it. Uh, Liz, thank you so much, sweetie. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, and you all have a good week, too. You, too. Right. Bye-bye, Liz. Okay, bye-bye. If you want to support Little Brothers Friends of the Elderly, look them up and uh, connect uh, this week. Uh, change somebody's life. 7.55, dear friends. The 13th Annual Santa Project is going on right now. Today's sponsor, Burnsville Heating and Air. They are donating a $1,000 matching fund. So thanks to Burnsville Heating and Air. Go to mytalk1071.com to donate. When we come back, Animal News, next. Pop quiz. What can you buy for $3.99? Not a latte. But for less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you can get all your favorite music ad-free. While other streaming services jack up their prices, Live One's membership is only $3.99 per month. And you can lock in that price for a full year. Join now to get the best deal in music with zero ads, unlimited skips, and maximum audio quality. Get the music you love at a price that fits into your budget with Live One Plus. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details.